I guess the moral of the story is if you're a next thing guy like me, which is good because you don't want to leave it on the field and I think it keeps you young when you don't know the end of your story. You know, when you, when you know I'm writing a next chapter and after that, there's going to be a chapter after that and after that, there's going to be a chapter after that. You know what? I'm going to have a cliffhanger of a chapter after that and then there's going to be a chapter after that and I don't even know where we're going to go from there. I like that. Okay, hello everybody and welcome to the Undo Anxiety Podcast. This is Dr. John Duffy. As always, I am your host. And as always, I am really, really grateful um, and glad that you are joining me here on the podcast today. If you notice a little glitch, a little difference in sound quality, um, you have my apologies, but there is a reason for it. Hang in there. I will explain it, but it's not your iPhone. It's not your computer. It's not whatever device you're listening on. It's not your earbuds. It's me. It's me on this end. So um, I'll, I'll explain in a minute. Um, first I'll make, I'll make a confession. Um, and, and this podcast is going to be a lot about me, um, and what I'm working through with hopes that I'm going through something that some of you guys are going through as well, or that, you know, people who are going through as well. Um, I, uh, I have been a follower of certain gurus in my life. There are certain people whose words just stay with me, who are really important to building my mindset. I think we all have these people in our lives. And unwittingly, several years ago, um, it was 2008 specifically, um, Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer, um, became one of my gurus, um, a guy who I never thought I was going to follow. I thought, oh, he's the cheesiest PBS special guy. Am I really going to be buying this guy's book? And he's one of my guys. And, um, and I've seen him speak many times. I was fortunate enough to see him speak a number of times before he passed away a couple of years ago. Um, and one thing he said every single time I think I heard him speak was, teach what you need to learn until finally you get it. Teach what you need to learn until finally you get it. Man, that, that sticks with me because I know that in every therapy session, in every media appearance, in every blog I write, in every article I contribute to, um, in every podcast that I record, I am teaching something I need to learn. And I do so much more learning in the end than I do teaching. Um, so I hope that there's something incredibly symbiotic about that. And that it isn't just a one-way street coming toward me um, because I'm, I'm really grateful for that. But, um, but I decided I needed to record today um, because I realized today and yesterday in the last couple of weeks the degree to which I am a malcontent. Specifically, I am a when is the next thing guy. And maybe you're a when is the next thing guy where um, good stuff has happened. I'll, I'll, I'll cite me in particular. I can think of great stuff that's happened in my life, right? I had a, a big career change. My dream when I was in uh, public accounting years ago in my 20s was um, to become a clinical psychologist. I can remember 
this moment where um, there was a, a Ford Explorer. Julie and I, my wife Julie and I were on a date, and there was a Ford Explorer parked across the street from where we were out to dinner, and the license plate was an Illinois plate, PSYD. Um, and for those of you unfamiliar with the, the various degrees in psychology, um, a PsyD um, is akin to a PhD, which is a, which is a, a doctorate. So that is, that is a, a degree, a PsyD is a, is a specific doctorate for clinical psychology. And I remember thinking, oh man, that person, that guy has a PsyD. He's a clinical psychologist. And he's got a Ford Explorer. Seven or eight years later, I was a PsyD, and I drove a friggin' Ford Explorer, man. I, I, I found the promised land. The dream came true, man, and I was thrilled. And then I was on to the next thing. Like, okay, what's the next thing now? Um, because, because I'm a malcontent, right? This isn't just a bad thing, by the way, and I'll explain why this isn't just a bad thing at all. And I think you can already hear because, because when you're malcontent, you're also ambitious and you're hungry and you want to be great and you want to make great things happen. And you want to have this impact on the world and you don't want to leave anything on the field, right? This is, if you think about the um, podcast I recorded a while ago on greatness, um, and how I was inspired by a few people in my life to be great and to do great things. This is part of the malcontent. When's the next thing? So I'm thinking, when's the next thing? I get my PsyD. I practice for a couple years. Get my own practice going. That's the next thing. My practice starts thriving. Next thing. Awesome. I decide I know a lot about parenting because I've been working with parents and teenagers for so long. I'm going to write a book. That's the next thing. I get the manuscript written. That's the next thing. I get that manuscript into a publisher's hand, um, into an agent's hand. That's the next thing. That book gets published, man. Unbelievable. Bucket list next thing. Crazy great, right? At some point, and I, I think this through every next thing, I think I should be pretty happy with this. This is a pretty damn good thing, right? Um, but I'm always thinking, like, when's the next thing? And then somebody calls me to do a keynote speech at, you know, um, a parent university at a high school, right? And I'm like, what a great next thing. I'm a speaker now. I'm speaking publicly. There's hundreds of people in the room. This is amazing. I didn't even picture that. Um, and, then, and then there's a radio thing where it's like, oh, do you want a neighbor says, do you want to be on my radio show? Which, honestly... That was huge for me, big next thing, lifelong dream. And then there was a TV thing. I get a call out of the blue from the Steve Harvey show when they are first taping in Chicago. I don't even know that there is a Steve Harvey show. It hasn't aired yet. It's not even taping yet. And they call me day one and say, hey, we're filming a national TV show. You want to be on our national TV show? Uh, yeah, I do. Because that's a good next thing. That's a huge next thing. That's a big impact thing. And they call again and again and again. And that becomes like a next thing day to day and week to week. I'm so like excited and jacked and psyched. And then a week or two passes and they don't call and I start freaking out. 
when's the next thing? Is there going to be another next thing? And then at one point, the Today Show calls. What? There's a good next thing. So I hit that. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. The bucket list, man. It's just everything is falling into place. But I'm always thinking about the next thing. And here's the problem. Um, well, the good part is I like that part of myself. I like that press for greatness. I like that, that wish to make an impact. I know it's important, right? You know, I've talked about it a lot here, this, this idea of leaving it all on the court. I try to instill this in young people like, you know, hey, you carry greatness. You don't have the right to just carry it around with you, seal it up. You got to send it out there. And part of that is being a little ambitious and thinking a little bit about the next thing. Maybe it's being a little selfish. Maybe it's being a little like, ooh, I want to bolster up my resume and feel good about myself. But if it's in, in the name of the greater good, I'm all for it, as you can, as you can probably hear from, from my next thing in this, right? But here's the problem. Here's what I'm realizing um, right now, today. Here's why I needed to talk today. It can be too much at times. And the problem with the next thing is you miss the thing. So I've, I was on this national TV show 80 times. Um, this TV show has since left Chicago. So I've been able to kind of go back and review those times. And shockingly, maybe, <laughs> surprisingly to me, I'll look at myself and I'll hear what I'm saying and I'll see the people I'm talking with and distinctly the thought will be in my head, I don't remember this. I don't recall this day. This was a huge day in my life. I don't remember it. I'll watch video or listen to audio of a talk I gave and I'll like it. Haven't, haven't heard many things where I thought, ooh, that's no good. But oftentimes, and my wife Julie points this out frequently, I'll hear it for the first time after a while, and I'll be like, wow, that sounds pretty good. I have no freaking memory of that at all. The problem with being a next thing guy is you're not a right here, right now guy. And that is something I think so many of us need to work on being right here, right now. And I think it's so hard to do because oof, I'm about to use a phrase that makes me gag, but it's such, it's elegant in a way. If I were the first one using it, I'd be so impressed with myself. We're striving. So we're never arriving. Ugh. Gag, horrid, but so freaking true. I had to say it. You miss it. You're not present. That's me. Which brings me to the sound quality. Um, I am not in my studio. My studio, I've actually done a pretty good job having people help me out and, and really create a perfect sound. But sometimes you got to get out there and be on the road. And with my podcast, I love it. I love you guys. The show must go on. So, so I kind of jerry-rigged a rig on the road. I'll take a picture of it and I'll post it. Um, and it's not perfect. I can tell. I can hear that it's not perfect. Um, but it's important for me to be out here because today, today I'm in Indiana. 
Today, I'm once again, I'm visiting my son down at school. Um, and I've had an amazing day because today I haven't been a striving guy. I've been an arrived guy. I've been here. I've been present. So there have been these moments today that are indelible in my mind. So um, in short, and you've probably heard Julie and I touch on this, um, my son George goes to Indiana University. He was affiliated with a fraternity as seniors. Um, most he and his buddies and my nephew have disaffiliated. So this is disaffiliated dad's weekend. And so there's some dads around and there's a whole lot of kids around. And so I have spent today with some families of other buddies of my son, friends, um, guys and girls, and, um, and a bunch of guys who are 22, who are 21, 22 years old, George's age. So we watched some football. We laughed together. I went to some bars. Um, I don't drink. I never have, but I love young people. I love people this age. They're so kind and funny and keyed in, and I love keeping up with them, and I love knowing what they're up to and listening to, and I love having them teach me a dance move or two. I'm just going to be raw and honest here. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's just been this joy of a day where I have had moments with my son George where we're just laughing at some guy who's hammered in the bar and we need to direct him, this is the way to the door and that's your Uber, go that way. <laughs> and, you know, I've had moments with my beautiful niece, Grace, um, where we just got to talk and laugh and she got to tell me stories and she's so fun and funny and lively and awesome. And I got to talk with my awesome nephew, Jack, who is um, driven but thoughtful and considerate and funny in his own freaking way. And, and his buddy, Sam, and I can't, countless other kids, Sarah, sweet Sarah, who's so fun and so easy like her parents, um, and I could tell you stories just about today, all day long. What did I do? I went to a couple of bars. I walked around. I hung out my son's house near campus, um, and it was, you know, it's one of those days that's just joyful, and it's really because, because I decided, you know what? I'm a next thing guy, but not today. Not today. Today is important, and it's important to be here now today. And that, I think, is the lesson I need to learn is maybe more days need to be be here now days and not malcontent days. Um, and I'm really wondering, and this is something I'm really wondering, so I'm kind of going to work this out with you guys here, whether um, I can have whether we can have days where we are present, available to the moment, and also be next thing guys, you know, next thing people. Can we do that? Can we have both those in the same lens? I think we can. I refuse to believe we can't do that. Specifically, I refuse to believe I can't do that because I need to. 
You know, um, being present is a big part of my life. And, um, and I'm present when I'm at work, when I'm seeing clients, I'm present. When it's about the next thing, somehow I am, I forget to be there. And so the coolest things that happen, I miss and I refuse. And, and so days like this, I just, I, I feel it in my bones that I refuse to miss it. Um, so, um, I guess, I guess the moral of the story is if you're a next thing guy like me, which is good because you, you don't want to leave it on the field. And I think it keeps you young when you don't know the end of your story. You know, when you, when you know I'm writing a next chapter and after that, there's going to be a chapter after that. And after that, there's going to be a chapter after that. You know what? I'm going to have a cliffhanger of a chapter after that. And then there's going to be a chapter after that. And I don't even know where we're going to go from there. I like that. I want to live that way. I want to live that way until I am too old to live that way. And then I want to be done. <laughs> um, but you also have to be the right now guy. So literally, I am the right now guy right now. I am present with you guys right now. And it feels good. And I haven't had enough of that lately. So I'm taking it now. And, and today feels good. And that's why I decided, you know what? I think you guys are going to forgive me some iffy sound quality if I leave you with some good thoughts here. So, so here's, here's what I think, what I'm learning from my day today. I had to start this day with a breath. And I don't mean like just a breath, but, you know, like meditative, deep, you know, kind of a, one of those thank you breaths. Um, Wayne Dyer <laughs> started his day every morning, early, early, early in the morning, earlier than I'm ever going to get up. He says, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, that's so genius in a way, right? Just grateful for the day, grateful for the breath, the moment, you know? And then for me, for me, and maybe for you, um, there's something about softening the harshness that plays in my psyche where I'm kind of hard on myself because the next thing's not here yet. Just easing that up a little bit and trusting the process. I keep working. I keep trying. I keep pressing. I press record. I leave a little something for you guys and the right things will happen because you know what? As I look, think back of the story I told you about my life since being an accountant to now, There've been, there's been movement all away along the way. The next thing always happens. I don't think being a malcontent, I don't think being the next thing guy and being um, in, in distress and not present, I don't think that's necessary for the next thing. Ha! There's my revelation. This is what I've been looking for for 20 minutes, you guys. <laughs> I don't think that's necessary. I think we can get the next thing anyway. All we have to do is be present and work, right? Um, Steve Harvey, one of my guys, one of the people I really, really honor in this life, he says, you got you to gotta hustle and you got to jump. <laughs> and I, I believe in both of those things. So, so you take that breath, but you're present to the moment. You soften that harshness, that, that press, and... And you carry gratitude because that's what I feel today. 
I feel gratitude for the little things, right? I feel gratitude for my lack of anxiety today, the breaths I can take. I forget to be anxious. I forget to strive today. And yet time moves forward beautifully. I have the gift of sight and sound and laughter. And it's friggin' amazing. Amazing, right? So the, the big little things, the really big little things, find the gratitude in that. And then I think, I think the good news, you guys, is then you get to have it all. We get to have it all. We get to be here right now and get that next thing. My buddy Jeffrey Sumber um, said to me one time, sometimes I'll just sit still because this right now, this is what is happening. This right now, you and me, this is what is happening, right? We can be here right now and still work toward that next big thing. Ah, I love this. Okay, so that is the word of the day. This is the Undo Anxiety Podcast, and um, I'm grateful to you for um, not just listening, but probably helping me through this one. And, um, and thank you for putting up with a little iffy sound quality, and I am excited to be talking to you next time. So again, Dr. John Duffy, the Undo Anxiety Podcast, signing out. Have an excellent day. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.